0: Elevate
1: and excel. I really, you talked about you know having these different relationships with people and starting new relationships. Like I said, one thing about our like. The number of youth at our church and and that just includes the ones who are like kind of present there and also the mm. ones who kind of aren't always there and ones that have been there for the past like people we've known for years how were you able because I'm I'm vaguely about you so much and I admire this to develop and maintain these really good and I look at you with people you are regularly talking to people knowing what their life knowing how they're doing mm. regularly chatting how are you able to develop and maintain these levels of relationships with, with so many people how were you able to do this? I I
0: actually don't know because and I say I don't know because I remember you saying this to me the other day and I was just like hmm I think I don't know because I always feel like there's people I should know more. Yeah, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. not I don't know. I I kind of feel like I'm not even where I should be, but I'm again trying to have that balance of knowing that I'm one person and I can only do so much. But I think really finding out people's interests for me is a start because yeah. I'm interested in so many different things. So if I meet someone and they're talking to me about drama or acting, yeah. and I've got an acting background, but I'm also a director, I kind of, you know. I know the industry. I can suggest things to them. I can check in with them. But then I know someone else who's into teaching, and yeah. as you guys know, I like to to present workshops and talk and in, in, um, empower. So I might be talking with them on how that's going. And then you know, someone else might be interested in engineering. And whilst that's not maybe my forte, um, I'm still interested in how things come together to work. So again I kind of have that taken a lot of things are just transferable yeah. but I think honestly you you can't you have to just be genuine with it and yeah. I think you have to really want to know that person yeah if it's just a quick oh you're doing this you're doing that hi hi it, it doesn't really work I think I hope anyways that when I speak to people they feel that I'm being genuine with them yeah. and I think from that it's Allowed them to be genuine with me. So then when I'm saying, Oh, how are you? How was your week? It's not just oh it was alright. It's oh you know, it was all right, but I'm not gonna lie, I had some interviews and boy, I'm just struggling to find a job. And I can empathize with that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or they're saying, you know what, um had a really tough day with with my brother, and I can empathize with that. So I think. Once you can just be genuine and are and are able to build relationship, um, I, again, I'm as I said, I'm not entirely sure of how this all happen, but once you're able to do that, I think anyone can connect with anyone because we're all humans. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's always going to be something, but it's yeah. just for you to draw it out. Recently, me and Elliot been bonding over our our our, um, our traumas of getting scammed do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> we've been getting scared um, just because I've had a situation we, we've had a little so that's a that's, little thing that we kind of just interest.
2: that's an interest that's a really I mean? interesting way to, to But
0: plant. yeah but I know before that I knew Elliot was was into business and he was mm. you know the podcast was coming so there were certain things that I already thought okay I've got some similar stuff and Elliot was aware I've got some similar stuff and we just kind of you know it it, it you know, other it's things happened in our natural. life. Yeah, other things that have, are, have happened, especially you know with Charles and stuff, that have further you know jailed us. Mm. But we also have these other things that are kind of ongoing, and we just you know.
1: I think the bond is key. Things are definitely you know similarities,
2: mm. and
1: of course genuineness and authenticity yeah. being natural because everyone can see that. But I know that I put my two cents in because I've known you for good like 14 years of over half my life I'm gonna say and I know with you as something people have always been drawn to you since we've been children like people have this I don't know what it is like is a new but it's a draw to you people always flocking to you like you've always like, like I said I've always known you there's so many people in your life and I'm always like you know what you always have time and that's all right it's like I forget, but I know she's not being religious. It's just like you have so many people. And it's obviously something in you that just draws people to you like kind of a moth to a flame. There's clearly something in you that you've been blessed with.
2: How many Thank siblings you do you chef. have? Five. Five. Do you, yeah. your, do you think your ability to be such a good youth leader comes from having to be the, the oldest sister of five?
0: You know what? That could come into it. Um, in terms of leadership skills, yeah, I definitely I definitely implement them with my siblings. Um mm. and that's not in like a <laughs> in like a ruly kind of dictator yeah. way, but just you know, I think you know, when you, you grow up and you see life and you see things and you see how to make things better now when you're seeing others coming up after you, you you know, if you have the opportunity to change that, then do it. Uh there's a saying that says be the person you wish you had when you were growing mm. up i live by that Thank right you. and it's like so many of us know that but we still go out and just be anybody any do you know what i mean we just we just leave people for just dash by the wayside like mm. <laughs> and you know what that that as i said that may come into it i think um i don't know if it helps if it's helped me to rapport with so many different people i, f- I feel like if anything being a youth leader is helping me to learn to rapport with my siblings better because they're all different ages but it's it's probably um helped with the the growing leadership skills um because I'm I'm doing that on a daily basis as well even when mm. I'm not with um my own people from yeah. from church
2: yeah you know um really yeah. re- really quick i i did want to um talk about uh, well a little bit towards the political kind of community side of things. Mm. The mayoral elections are obviously coming up um, in May and there's been a big discussion on youth clubs and mm. whether youth clubs are um, necessary. I Me and could talk about this every other day. Mm. Um, do, you, do you feel like youth clubs are still necessary and the government should be opening more youth clubs or the mayor should be opening more youth clubs um, like in the next couple of years or do they or or, or is there no value in them anymore
0: no i would, i would say yes we need them we need youth clubs we need youth centers um when i think back to growing up there was so like it's crazy youth clubs played a big part in my life and i didn't even realize until i till i actually spoke with you Els, one time on this kind of you know what you think and i thought wow do you know what Even I had them. I remember going up, I won't reveal where I live, but (laughs) going up to an area by me where all my friends used to say after school, oh, there's going to be club, club, club. And we're like, all right, cool. So we'd all, after school, go club. And what was great about that club, there was older youth there that were were playing sport, that were talking to us. You know, nothing nasty. It was always, and you know, this is just... This is just a normal community area, but because something's going on, they're just talking to us. Oh, so how was school? Oh, what are you lot? And you just had, again, that little rapport. Mm. I remember this guy coming in with an airbrush kit and he was making T-shirts for everyone. And he said, if you you bring your five pound or you bring your T-shirt or you bring five pound and a T-shirt and he would airbrush whatever you you wanted, right? And I remember like, oh, asking him, how much was your airbrush kit? He told me 150 pounds. And he was just telling us how, you know, if you if you want to start like your own little clothing line, you could get an airbrush kit. And, and I remember going away and saving up, saving up, saving up. Like anytime I got little one pound, two pound birthday yeah. money, I was like, I'm going to buy an airbrush kit. I'm going to start selling t-shirts. And I never did buy it. I remember when I had the money now, by then, I think I was onto something else. But
2: <laughs> but you saw an opportunity. You saw you saw an opportunity,
0: and it allowed me to focus on something for exactly. a good while. A, yeah. I'm talking maybe eight months to a year. I was I was, and these were not the times where we really had YouTube and that. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. this was, you know, YouTube is 2005, and I I I mean, YouTube was there, but we didn't really have internet like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of. Anyways, the point was, I committed to something. Now, yeah, you understand. And when I even think about entrepreneurship and some of the things I've done later in life, it kind of was in. It was just little seeds were just, 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 just thrown You're into feeding your brain then. with
2: little things. Yeah,
0: right. Do you understand. So that was, you know, there were so many little aspects. There's people who I'm going to shout out um, one girl right now, Venice. Mm. I
2: shout met Venice, Venice at that
0: youth club. She didn't go to my church she didn't go to my school but Venice was an older young, an older youth that I met through this club um and years later we still have relationship today funnily enough one time I actually saw her come to church literally what two years ago wow. and I'm like Venice but even in the time between you know me being 13 14 and me being at that time 25. We'd still been speaking. So it wasn't a thing where it was I don't chat to her. Do you know what I mean? But it was just yeah. like, wow, like look how our paths have crossed again in a different space.
2: Mm.
0: Do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, youth clubs are oh, there's so much that, that that can happen just just through the little things that they do.
1: Well I think that's awesome. And I think that's the key thing that's needed is the relationship. Because one key thing's coming up, what well, you were saying that, what about the relationship? that comes from these youth clubs. I think that's the key thing, because they could go on about youth clubs. My thing is, how are you going to do those youth clubs now? How effective are they now? And again, the relationship, but I'm not going to get onto that today. Because... Shanika,
2: that's, that's, she has raised some really cool points um, on, because I've always been like a youth club advocate. I grew up in a time when um, the cuts, the Tory cuts were happening. So we yeah. never had youth clubs growing up, which is probably why right. certain things happen or whatever. Um, but Shanika re- always reiterates when we speak at youth clubs yes it's cool to have them but when they when people come in there what are you going to do to keep them there and how are you going to engage with them when they get there yeah Um, but clearly she doesn't want to (laughs) go
0: and and you're right and that's why i say that's why i mentioned the airbrush story because um i Mm. don't know if i made it clear airbrush is like a painting kit right just in case anyone didn't know but that was something we'd never seen before
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
0: So now we saw it, it was so cool. It was like, how do I do something like this? Do you mm-hmm. understand? It wasn't just, I mean, just having a space at the time also was good for us. But yeah. when you can bring in programs or bring in something that can, can get young people, especially thinking about making money. Mm-hmm. We know right now what's going on on the street and what so many young people are being drawn to. Um, and it's like give them another way to make money give them a way to learn YouTube there's YouTubers right now 15 16 17 (laughs) younger younger listen making money and all they're doing is coming and connecting with a camera Mm. do you understand it's a different time we're living in and I think if we're gonna have youth clubs it's important because people you know we're fortunate to have church yeah. But so many people don't have that. A lot of people are living in isolation. So if they don't have youth clubs, if they finish school, a lot of people they grow up with the same three, four friends, and they might not even want that friendship group no more. Mm. But that's what they know. That's what they have. They don't get to
1: to broaden their horizons. So yeah. the opportunity thing was key. The you know, open people's eyes to new things allow you to be curious which allows yes. me to talk about charles so you've probably heard us talk about charles or charles i call him charles you've probably heard us mention him quite a few times today and in the previous podcast For those of you who don't know um dedication to charles he was a beautiful beautiful 18 year old who unfortunately we lost in january and he was full of life taking every opportunity like he could and just running with it so how did you start a relationship with Charles first of all? How how did that come about because you had a great relationship with him?
0: Um so hmm Charles <laughs> he was a youth that so our age gap is or what should i say nearly 10 years. Yeah. Um and literally um, I just remember speaking to him one 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 Saturday afternoon at church and I don't know we just got into conversation I think it was I don't know if we'd had youth church or what I think we must have we just started talking and I was thinking wow this boy is very mature Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then the, the other guys came round and they asked me to guess his age and I was like mm, you're about what 18, 19 and they were like, what? No. And I was like, what? How old are you? This guy was like 15, right? Yeah. But he just came across with this kind of confidence yeah. and a bit of a quirkiness. Yeah. Um, Which, which just in, intrigued me. And as time went on, like, we found... I feel like the period in which I met him, he was going through a transition. Yeah. So he was just starting to get into media and as i mentioned i had that event that he came and helped me with and we started talking about um i remember us having a conversation about music and i, I put it on my instagram but it literally came about because i heard him sing a line and i was like wait you know about IMDdb and he's like you know about IMDdb i was like bro like i filmed her last two shows and he was like what and i was like yeah like i literally went to berlin a few months ago um, shot at a concert yeah. saw her in um, Metropolis Studios I think a few months before and he was like oh my gosh like what you is this what you do and I was like I just, I said I've got a camera I like to just you know go around go to concert shoot and stuff put it up and he was like oh like I love to come with you I said yeah we can do something like you know but I was like what, what are you into and he started telling me about photography and um, yeah that's I think the event that we did came after that, sorry, and that's where he kind of um started photography. Um, and I remember the day that I did that event was the day he started his photography page, yeah, Charles.Beschoir, which is still available for those who want to go and look at it on Instagram. Yeah, look
1: at it. I it was, gorgeous. um,
0: but I, I don't know, I got a little story even about that. I don't know if you lot want me to, yeah, to go into it right now, yeah, but um it's 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 just a a memory that I really treasure um about him and that that he's he's left me with and as I mentioned so when I first started speaking with him we got onto cameras then I had the event which was basically um a creative event for creatives to learn about protecting their brand so intellectual property law that kind of stuff and he came along to help I was like a media intern. So he was on the cameras, etc. cetera. Um, and that day, as I mentioned, he started his photography page. He took a picture of this sign that said, stay curious. And he put it up. Um, and I remember thinking, it was a nice sign, stay curious. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, what does that even really mean? <laughs> like, it's just a nice quote, but what does that even mean? And I just, you know, it's just something that just passed me by this was 2018, the years have gone on, etc. cetera. Um, and, you know, it's it's sad that when we lost him, we a few of us came together as like a little support group um, just to kind of speak about how we knew him and, you know, what impact he'd had on us. And I met a girl um, called Tatiana. She's got a great brand called Aura Tones where she creates, like, um, coloured hair cream. Um, it's all about well-being and wellness yeah and um she said that charles had come along to her shoot for the brand to again be camera intern um and two of her models had dropped out and so she was like look you've got lovely hair please could you just step in and model my my hair cream like and she said at first he was a bit dubious it was a bit reluctant "Mm, i'm not sure you know i don't know about that and as as time went on in the shoot he was like all right i'll do it (laughs) and then he went on and you know if anyone's seen that beautiful video of him with the green colored hair it was at that shoot and she said the thing what it was you know him just being curious that allowed him to do these things and i was like oh my days, it was like a light bulb went mm. off in my head. It was like, roll back a couple years, Charles took a picture of this of this sign. And it wasn't just, you know, sometimes people just take pictures of stuff for pictures sake.
1: Yeah.
0: But he actually embodied what it was to be curious. I started to think about how I met him. Do you know what I mean? And we got talking about music because we got talking about music we started talking about cameras because we started talking about cameras he said he'll come and help me with my event you know because he was coming to help me with my event not only did he help me with my event that week but um a few nights before he met Clavel and he came and helped him with his shoot do you know what I mean and yeah then when he was at my event now he started his page and then he took the picture of that sign and you know it was just like wow like all these things were happening. He then met other creatives through Clavel shoot, which is how he then started working with Zane. And because he started working with Zane, he started working with Tatiana. And it was just like this guy, you see what you see when it comes to human beings or people like like me, I'm just gonna say, yeah, a lot of us, we don't make them, we don't connect them dots. Yeah. We get so trapped in oh, no, but what if? What if I don't have the skills? Or what if I'm not? Oh, I just found out about it. It's too late. Or we we create all these barriers to why we can't do something.
2: Mm.
0: But you see, with Charles, it wasn't just because we presented him with opportunities, but it's because he took them. Yeah, he he was he was he was willing to just give something a go, even if he didn't know it 100% do you know what yeah. I mean and that's why mm-hmm. even though people say he you know he was so young he mm-hmm. hadn't even lived life yet it was his it was wasted da, 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 da. Charles Charles's life was not wasted I'll tell okay. you that for free yeah. mm-hmm. Charles lived more than some people ever will mm-hmm. on this earth yeah mm-hmm. and obviously I would I wish he was still with us it's mm-hmm. funny he was in my dream last night do you know what I mean I, yeah. I literally I, feel like his presence right now and It's it's sad that we don't have him around us in that way anymore, in a physical sense. But spiritually, what he's left and the life that he lived, Mm. it still lives on. Because that boy lived, that boy traveled by himself, that boy got involved in projects, He spoke to people. He allowed himself to be mentored. He allowed himself to have relationships, to try different things, to be creative, to be quirky, to be comfortable in who he was. A lot of things he developed very early in life. And I think because of that, he, he just... His impact will just ripple on and on and on for years and years to come. Do you know what I mean? Because as I said, that story for me of being curious... That was a story I needed to hear, and I, I didn't even know that I had that story all along. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's shown me again, mm-hmm. as I said, kind of approaching a new year as well was just like, Do you know what? I can't stay where I'm at. I can't mm-hmm. allow my comfort zone to keep me in the same space. I have to I have to be curious. I have mm-hmm. to be all right mm-hmm. with with failing almost. All right with yeah. just giving it a go and
1: whatever happens happens, so that I can I can move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think the life of Charles and even seeing his death has taught, I know it's taught me so much. I think it's taught a lot of us so much. And it's, like said, the amazing legacy that an 18-year-old, the full legacy he's left, the amount of people of a wide variety of ages that were touched by his life, that was so affected by his death. And he had that like him like you have. People were drawn to him, but also he was just... He was, he was. If I was me, mean, he's beautiful, beautiful on the outside, but he wasn't conceited with it. He was as beautiful on the inside. He gave to everyone, would speak to anyone, and so basically everyone. Charles had was struggling with something called hemophilia, which is where the blood doesn't clot properly, and he knew he was living with it. A lot of most of us didn't know he was living with it, but he knew, and I think that's part of the reason why he just took every day, just. By the horse and grabbed it and was like, I am going to enjoy this and I'm going to make the most of things. Like, I also remember I got close to him in vacation Bible school, which is a, this is a holiday Bible school week for children. And he was there. And I remember it was so funny because running around with the kids and was so tired. I don't think he was even a fan of kids, but it was great because he wanted to be out and doing something with people. And I was like, we do it again. He's like, yeah, I probably will. And I'm looking at him like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, why would you want to do this again like he wanted to be out and doing something and I guess as well it's part of his giving heart and he was he was hilarious I mean it is tiring but he was great with those kids and it was just beautiful the legacy that he's left behind as as a creative, as a person, as a human being. And I think we can all learn from that. I and mean, definitely, and about elevating, to be curious. Take an opportunity that we have and just to, you know, and take it, not just wait for it to be handed to you, to go out and take it and to make yourself known and make yourself be willing and, you know, open your heart to the world, but also, yeah. you know, get opening your arms to the world and saying, I'm right here, world. I want to be a part of this. 100%. Please. You know, let me be a part of it like just, let me be part of things and that's just the wonderful thing that I think we've all learned. and I hope everyone listening you know can take from Charles's life as well and you know learn about just also learn about him learn about haemophilia because I didn't know about that existed until before yeah, before Charles so just you know and check in on people I'm not because Charles didn't tell us and I, can, I think I know why he didn't because he don't want anyone looking at him differently and he yeah. I feel like if people knew he might have been able to live the life the fullest that he wanted but just look out for people and take an opportunity by the horn. But I always tell young people, like, also, how do I get here and things like that? Like, whenever anything you have to do, opportunity, like, do the most. Do the most in opportunity, because you don't know who's watching. You don't know how it could link, because, like, Charlie's had these links that kept to other things. You don't know what the other thing is going to be leading to. You don't know who's watching you. So make the most of it, do the most, and don't just take what is right in front of you look around that because like Sai was saying about the guy came with the um airbrushing that new thing you're interested you go and look at new things just there's so much in the world that we all don't always know about and there's so much just to enjoy and so much to do just go out and do it just live life because it's of alive we're not living charles lived every day he lived until he died go out and live your life please go out and live your life
2: so i guess i guess we'll say the word Slash phrase of the week will be "stay curious," is is, is what we're going to go with. We're going to go "stay curious," uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled, um, and live with no regrets. Is the way we're going to is the way we're going to go to end this. We do have to wrap up. Um, it, it's been great as always, Sian. Um Shanika. As always, um, we will have you back on. We've got. A million other things to talk about yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we, we'll delve into some other things um, as, as time goes on um, but I want to thank you for for coming, I know this morning wasn't an easy ask um, but you're here we managed to do it uh, before we go, uh, follow us uh, on social media um, Instagram elevate underscore Excel, elevate E double Twitter elevate Excel uh, e double l i um cyan you've got nara mills do you want to give your uh give your instagram it'll be in the description but
0: oh yeah listening. um my instagram is Nara Fidem. so <laughs> n-a-r-a-h-n-o-i-r-e-f-i-d-e-m
2: that's the if i ever saw a caribbean handle <laughs> nara there <you> go <laughs> Uh, and, um,
0: and that's Instagram,
2: yeah. That's Instagram. You don't use Twitter. Uh. Uh, you
0: can find me on there, but I'm really not. I'm really not active on there.
2: You can see her on there, but you won't find her on there. Yeah, the I words. like that. Uh, and find as... me on
0: YouTube though,
2: oh. and that's just
0: Nara Noir. Yeah, so for them self or development. Or no, for them? no, no, for them. Just, no, just them. Nara Noir on that Nara one. Nara. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and and um, I think. We're good this morning we've got tea so shan the closing mm-hmm. this time
1: <laughs> yeah we're not waiting trust me guys the last podcast was bad but anyway um, guys remember this if you're disintegrating you're not elevating and if you're elevating you're not disintegrating i think i changed that up but you did you know what <laughs> we're gonna do it differently she she had it she, she, she had a.
2: she had a. she had an irish coffee you know when you put the jameson <laughs> in the coffee Stop. I've decided
1: we're gonna change it up each time now. I have to because in my head yeah, it's all well. completely wrong. Well. But yeah, so remember to elevate, don't disintegrate, stay curious, and long live the cool kid Amen. Amen. Have you heard about the cool kids? The one who made in his trademark, rocking bubbles and braces, top knots and tees. His hair getting its Snoop Dogg on one day, flying free like a lion's mane the next. The one who was unapologetically him, unafraid to admit he was clumsy, get a little quirky, do what was happy for him. Have you heard about the cool kids? Who tirelessly kept his trainers on point, pinching toes into a five and a half, a size too small, sacrificing ease it would take to walk. Avoiding dreaded creases that would unfreshen his Air Force Ones, he'd take them off before getting on bended knee. All about the pristine before a queen, even one mark would be a criminal. Have you heard about the cool kids? The one whose smile set a room on fire, radiating from doorways to furthest walls, his teeth shimmering lights, mouth gleaming wide, introducing one side of the face to the other. Sharing his heart with all, whether cool or not, excitedly yelling names or running up in a classroom with no shame. Have you heard about the cool kids? whose face was more beautiful than sunset before stars. Getting girls gassed at a glance, calling him esposo if given the chance, but a true gentleman he always was. He'd open his mouth to speak, let a little Spanish sweep you off your feet, more effective than charming in Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. you <laughs> couldn't help falling in love. Have you heard about the cool kids? The one who got up and got it, not waiting for it to be handed to him, not wasting any of his prime time. Throwing his feet into football, working weights in the gym, making moves in media, creating chemistry with the camera. Have you heard about the cool kids? who lived until he died, never let adversity pull him back, always pushed for fun, you could call him a vibe, (laughs) a playlist for every room he fought through life, like Eye of the Tiger, with an Azimantium heart like Wolverine, more charisma than Gambit, rallying others around him like Professor X, A real-life superhero leaving a legacy eternal. How could you
2: not have heard of Charles? He was the cool kid.